good to see you this morning. Welcome to Get Up With God. It's Dylan Maverick, your host. Glad to see you this morning. Hope you grabbed your Bible. Hope you have some coffee with you. We're going to get our, our uh, reading started this morning. You know, I was in church last night, and uh, our pastor started off with, and some of you, I mean, a lot of you that watch the show live, and um, your pastor is my pastor, uh, but I know we have multiple people that watch from all over the place, but he started off with a profession saying we should always start our day with a confession. And, you know, I always start in the morning confessing. And first thing I do is wake up and talk to the Lord. And, um, usually my wife's asleep while I wake up or else I'd say good morning to her too. But the Lord's usually the first one I have a conversation with, but I always start with a confession, speaking over my day, speaking over my mind, my body, and we, we were doing that for a while on our show, and the Lord reminded me of that, that we need to get our profession back to where it needs to be uh, to start confessing our words. Um, I wrote this down last night. I thought this would help you, that uh, the words that you say have a power over your entire life, and I think this is really relevant I wrote this down from what my pastor was talking about. He said, uh, your words follow the belief of your meditation and your imagination. So what you feast on throughout the day, and I don't mean food, but what you feast on with your eyes and with your, with your mind throughout the course of a day, your words will replicate that at some point. And that becomes your profession. That becomes what you say and what you believe. And um, I think it's really important and essential that we start our day confessing the right things, saying the right things. And uh, so we'll, we'll do that this morning here. We're going to pray, and then we'll do our confession and get our day started the right way. It's all about getting the day started the right way, and uh, you can end it the right way, but and maybe we'll have a show that ends the day the right way. We start right, end right. Sounds like we're having a good life. You just got to fill in the, the space in between, right? So let's pray. Um, get your Bible with open with me. Uh, we're going to read in Galatians. Uh, are we? Yeah, we're going to read in Galatians 3. Uh, so open up to Galatians 3 with me. And uh, let's pray. Let's confess. And then uh, we'll start reading here. So Lord, we thank you for this morning. We give you the praise and the glory. I love you, Lord. I thank you for all that you do. You're a good God. You're a good father. I know you care for us as your children. I know you're looking down from heaven upon us. And you're, you've got your spirit among us now and living in us. And we just thank you for the help that you've provided to us on a daily basis. We love you. We lift you up. We magnify you. We glorify your holy name. You're above all. You're the King of Kings. You're the Lord of Lords. And we just worship you now. We thank you for what you've done for us in this world and, and everything that you've provided to us and that you continually provide to us. You're a, a way maker. You're a problem solver. And we just love you, Lord. We thank you for for uh, the blessings in our life that we currently have and what you're going to continually do for us. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's say this together. Say, my Bible is my survival guide for life. By it I live and by it I die. And I receive everything that it has for me today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I receive everything that it has for me as well. And, uh, and right. So good to see everybody that's on this morning. Thanks for joining. We got people on, uh, let's see where we've got everybody. We've got people on Twitch. Good morning. If you're on Twitch and watching from Twitch, thanks for joining. 
Be sure to participate with us. Let us know what you're getting. Let me know what you're getting out of it and uh, how your morning's going. And uh, just participate by getting involved by commenting and things like that. Uh, if you're on Facebook, thanks for watching on Facebook. Uh, I see we've got people commenting. I don't get to see everybody that comments uh, through the different platforms. Facebook, it allows me to see Facebook and interact on here. Um, then we've got people on YouTube. And then Twitter, I don't get any correspondence or anything from Twitter. I can go to Twitter later on and, and check it out and watch it. But I don't see if you if you comment or if you're watching from Twitter. Thank you. I know we have a few people that watch live on Twitter in the morning. Uh, but thank you guys for watching and joining uh, good morning. It's good to see everybody on here this morning. Uh, Mom, good to see you. Brother Randy, good to see you. Hope you're doing well, brother. I know you've had you've been grinding through the night, man. It's good to see you this morning. Miss Connie, it's good to see you. Keith and Becky, good morning. Good to see you guys. Thank you guys for joining and watching live. Andre, it's good to see you, brother. Willie, hey, Kayla, good morning. You made it. It's good to see you. Ruth, good to see you this morning. Amanda, thank you for joining. Mandy and Jared, love you guys. Thank you for, for being on with me this morning. Donnie, Claudette, it's good to see everybody. Missing a few people that I normally see comment. You know, I hope they're all right, and I know that they're probably fine. They're probably just not commenting. But if you're with me and you're live, be sure to share the post, hit the like button. And, and remember, if you're listening by podcast, be sure to follow on the podcast, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, whether you're on Spotify, whether you're on Amazon Music, be sure to, um, be sure to follow on there. Um, it brings our, our page to higher rankings so people can see it and it gets exposure. Um, but any, any of those platforms, be sure to share, uh, the posts, you know, share it on your Facebook or your YouTube or your, um, rather your, your Twitter, you can share the feed. Um, but be sure to follow the pages on there so that we get higher in the rankings and stuff like that. So thank you guys for joining. Anyway, if you're listening later, uh, you're just as much a part of this. So um, let's jump into this Galatians three. Let's start there. And what we've been talking, this is actually part four of multiple parts that we've been doing, um, since Easter. And we've been talking about the power of the work of Jesus, what he did, what his work was, but what that work did for us today. And a lot of the work that he did. And when I say work, I mean the, the abuse that he went through, the sacrifice of his life, all the things that he did, uh, a lot of that took place prior to him being on the cross. You know, in the courts, he was mocked and ridiculed. In in on the way to the cross, he was beaten, whipped, and abused with crown a crown of thorns and just mutilated. His body completely mutilated, and all that took place before he even hit the cross. And then, of course, there's the work during his death after he got to the cross, and the work on the cross. And then the, through that weekend into his resurrection. And so um, I wanted to talk about a few things uh, that we, we, we've been discussing. And I want to end, I think I'm going to end with this. And then we'll, we'll finish up, maybe conclude tomorrow and kind of recap everything. But then talk about redemption tomorrow. But this morning, um, I want to just go back through what we're talking about and finish on prosperity. Because we've been talking about the blessing of God and what we've been redeemed from from the curse. Um, and these were the things, the four things that the Lord pointed out to me that he did on the cross before the cross and the work that he did that entire weekend when he died, Jesus talking about Jesus, the four things he did was healing. He brought to us healing, peace, prosperity, and redemption. And so we talked about healing and peace 
and the, the, what he did to make those things available to us, peace in our mind, peace emotionally, healing in our body, uh, healing in our mind, healing in our families, you know, uh, the physical healing, uh, talking about uh, wellness, well, the, the wellness and health of our body, and then peace in our mind, things like that. And then we talked about prosperity yesterday, and we started talking about the curse, how the earth is cursed, where we live, the places we are right now in society, in the world that we are today, uh, the world is cursed. And it's not because God cursed the earth, but we know that Adam and Eve handed over our birthright of what we we gained from God to, to the enemy and sold us out for a piece of fruit. I mean, a fruit, really? You could have sold us out for anything, and you sold us out for a fruit, or you ate of the tree. So, you know, maybe a steak. Or, a, you know, a really good pork chop. But fruit from a tree? Come on, Adam. But anyway, I'm just joking. But anyway, uh, so he sold us out. Uh, it's not a joking thing. It's a very serious thing, you know, obviously. But... Uh, the curse was was dispersed to the earth because God cursed the the uh, the, the enemy was cursed and he was sent from heaven because you know the, the Satan was in heaven he came to the earth he was on the earth God cursed him and now when we gave over that, that authority the dominion that we had now we live under that curse unless one thing happens unless you come out from underneath that curse and you live under the blessing. And then we'll talk about that this morning. So let's read in Galatians 3. Uh, let's start in uh, verse 13. Ready? Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. Verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So read that again with me, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Well, what was the blessing of Abraham? Well, for one, God, the blessing had to come to Abraham. This is important. Because Abraham was one of, the, one of our fathers in the faith, and he was one of the original people in Genesis right after the curse happened to completely trust God and abandon his life and give it to, to God and be directed and led by him. And the Bible says, well, let's just turn there. You can listen. You don't have to necessarily turn there if you don't want to. But in Genesis 15, uh, we see, uh, we can read in verse, uh, Let's see, let's go, let's start in verse 1 and we'll read through verse 6. So Genesis 15, 1 says, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram, I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. So this is God speaking to Abraham. But Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Elijah and Damascus? And Abram, Abram said, Look, then Abram said, Look, you give, you've given me no offspring, indeed one, born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Thou shalt not be your heir. This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from now on, from your own body will be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars if you were able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord, 
and the, and the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Then he said to him, I'm the Lord who brought you out of Ur and the Chaldeans I, to, to give you this land to inherit it. And he said, Lord, how shall I now inherit it? And he said, then he gave him direction on what to do. But here's where I want to stick is verse six. And he believed in the Lord and the Lord accounted it to him as righteousness. And so God's blessing on Abraham's life was made available. All Abraham had to do all at this time, Abram, all he had to do was trust and believe in God that the word that he told him was true was what it would be. But let's go back. Let's tie this into now Galatians. So that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Well, what's the blessing? The blessing is everything that God made available to Abram is made available to you and me today. But to understand the blessing, we had to go through what the curse was. If you didn't listen or watch or, or you didn't have a chance to yesterday, the you can go back to yesterday and listen to what the curse was, what it means to, to live under the curse, because God doesn't want you to live under a curse, but it's not God who curses you either. The earth is cursed. That's why you look, there's so many things that happen in today's society and and people go through a lot of things and they want to blame and point blame and things like that, that, you know, why did God allow this to happen? And, you know, if God is such a good God, why do bad things happen? Well, it's not that God being a good God allows things to happen, but he's also not stopping them from happening either because he has to have, in order for him to have access, why didn't he just do for Abraham whatever he wanted to do for Abraham? You think about that. Why didn't Ab- why didn't God just do for Abraham what he wanted to do for Abraham? What what? what involvement did Abraham need for God to be able to do and bless Abraham? Well, Abraham had to have some involvement in it. So Abraham could have went through his whole life and said, you know, God, God left me childless. Um, uh, I don't, you know, I can't believe that, uh, that I don't have a child. Why would God do this to me? This is such a, a problem. You know, I'm blaming my God. You know, I blame God for, why I don't have a child. I I live childless. I've never been able to have one. Well, that, that never happened in the word. God said to Abraham, I'm willing to do X, Y, Z for you. And then there's work on your part that you have to do to meet me here. So there was, it's not that God's preventing blessing in your life or he's stopping something good from happening in your life, but there's something that you have to do to connect with God, to access that blessing in your life. And what we found here is that there's no work that you have to do other than getting underneath the blood of Jesus, the work of Jesus, and gaining access to that blessing. Now, because Abraham believed the Lord and it was accounted to him for righteousness, then Jesus' work made us available underneath that blessing. The blessing of Abraham that God made available to Abraham is available to you and me by the work that Jesus did. But Abraham didn't have the same work available to him that Jesus made available to me and you. This was before Jesus came. This is right as the right, right after the fall of man was when Abraham was there and Abraham didn't have the same access. So he had to 
make sacrifice of animals and and uh, um, he built a, uh, an altar to the Lord to make sacrifices. This is the work that he had to do to gain access to the things that God promised to him. But when Jesus came, that that promise that was available to Abram came available to us because of the work that Jesus did. Then look what happens. So what happens now is by confidence in God, what he does for you and me now, once you're underneath that blessing, and now the descendants of Abraham, we're available to live under that covenant. We're able to live under that blessing now because we're, we are descendants of that. And Abraham started that precedent. So turn with me into uh, Galatians, uh, I'm sorry, Genesis 39. Because, so the work that Jesus did brought us as, we're, we're, we were a, without getting too, you know, deep studying the lineage of people, we technically aren't of the lineage of Abraham. Abraham. We are brought into that lineage based upon the work that Jesus did. We are uh, considered what's called Gentiles. And so the work that Jesus did made us one with that lineage. Where our, even though we're quote-unquote adopted, we become part of that lineage now. So everything that was made available to Abraham is available to us now. But look what happened. This is what the blessing does. Underneath the family, I mean, we're grafted into a new family now. You have a new family. You have a new lineage. There's a new bloodline that runs through you. It's it's it is uh, we're, we're we are engrafted into the family. It's like you become one. You ever seen those? Um, you ever seen those videos of of the guy, the people that cut the pieces off of a tree or a new flower, and then they plant a, a dip, they kind of they kind of graft the trees together or the plants together, and then it creates this like hybrid type plant. It's a completely new species. That's what me and you are. We're a completely new species underneath the regime of Jesus. That's why things happen unfairly to a Christian that's underneath the blessing of Jesus, that's underneath that blessing that because of the work that Jesus did. Stuff happens unfairly to me and you that doesn't happen for the rest of the world. And it's available to the world. But they have to fall underneath the work that Jesus did. You have to accept that work. Turn with me into Romans before we go into Genesis. Turn with me into Romans real quick. You have to accept that work. Romans 10 verses 8 says, But what saith it? The word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart, the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whatsoever, whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And then it goes on to talking about how that how do we how do they hear? Well, this same blessing that's available to you and me is available to every person. But we that accept the work, that believe on the name of Jesus, 
we now have access to it. You got to go back and listen to yesterday's. Um, the, the, the you could you have to be you have to understand what work Jesus made available to you and what He redeemed you from the curse. We talked about that yesterday, and what He's engrafted you into now, which is the blessing. So let's go to Genesis thirty nine. Well, let's start in verse 1. Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian, and his master saw the Lord was with him, and the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him that he made him overseer of the house and all that he had put under his authority. Verse 5, so it was from that time that he had made him overseer of his house and all that he had that the Lord had blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake and that the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. But this was before the work of Jesus. There was, there was a, a blessing dispersed in that generation upon a lineage of people. And Joseph was under that lineage. But notice it wasn't because of anything that Joseph could have done. The blessing, here's what you got to understand. The blessing on your life, listen to me now. This is so, and write this piece down. The blessing on my life I'm talking for you. I'm saying a confession that you need to write down for you. The blessing on my life stays with me everywhere I go. Yeah. The blessing on my life, the blessing on your life, stays with you wherever you go, anywhere that you go. The blessing that Jesus has made access to that we gain access to this blessing. Let me read what some of it is. In Deuteronomy 28, verse, uh, verse 1. So it says, Now it shall come to pass. We're going to get back to this. This is so good. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of, of your God and observe carefully his commandments, which I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All of these blessings will come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed you shall be in the country. Blessed will you be in, uh, shall the fruit of your body or your re- reproductive, your kids, your re- who you reproduce, the produce of your ground, the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command. Now listen. God has given you and me very clear instruction manual. But this is what God has done to place this blanket upon you and me. The blanket of the blessing. Verse seven, uh, verse eight, the Lord will command the blessing on you 
in your storehouses and all to which you set your hand and he will bless you in the land which the Lord God is giving you. So the Lord is the one that commands the blessing in your life. You're the one that has to stay within that blessing. He's already commanded the blessing. He said it will come and overtake you. It'll come upon you and overtake you what you do. And so Joseph, back to our boy Joseph. So Joseph's in the house. He's, he's been made command over, the, over Potiphar's things. And when, when, when Potiphar placed Joseph over it, everything that Potiphar owned, everything that he had was taken to a new higher level, not because of Potiphar, but because of the one involved in it, and that's Joseph. And that's everything that he's, the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and all to which you set your hand. And so you don't, you don't, you don't go into places and ask God to bless it because you're there. There's a blessing in that place that you go everywhere you go. You carry the blessing with you. I'm convinced anything that I get my hand involved in this same for you. I'm just, I'm telling you the same thing for me. Anything I get my hands involved in is going to be a success and going to be blessed because, because I'm there and wherever I go, the blessing goes with me because God said that he will, he will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and all to what I, to what I set my hand to. And do you know the only thing that I'm required to do for that blessing to follow me to wherever I go is, is to believe that it does that. It's my, that's a require, that's the only requirement of what we have to do. It confuses me a lot because I'm a, I'm a very practical person, meaning I, I, I take a lot of things at face value and I'm not very deep but I take things kind of at face value. And when I, whenever I hear people that say things like, you know, that don't line up with what makes sense in the word, it just confuses me. And then when I get confused, I start to get irritated, which probably something I need to work on. But I hear it all the time from people They they don't, they, they, they make excuse for the lack thereof in their life by something that, man, I could be doing this better. I could be doing that better. Well, there's not a lot of work that you can do to make things better. Joseph didn't go in there and try all these different things to become a success within Potiphar's house and make Potiphar's things grow and more successful. And then, and then honestly, Joseph went on to run the entire land and the entire country. He just showed up because of what was on him. It was blessed. And I think we overlook and overvalue you and the work that you do versus what the blessing of God can do in a scenario. God can do so much through you and open so much opportunity around you 
all you've got to do is by faith. This is what it says in, uh, well, I, I skipped, I skipped over to Romans here, but in Galatians, like we were just reading, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. I think we overestimate our power and ability and work ethic and uh, knowledge, and we, we tend to forget that there's a blessing that overpowers what your own ability can do. It didn't say because of how hard Joseph worked, it was, let's read it again. I'm going to make sure I'm not, I'm, I'm not often, you know, never, never land here and making things up. So it was at the time that he made him overseer of this house and all that he had that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. So, so Joseph, Joseph worked so hard and everything Joseph did. No, no, no. The Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake, and the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house in the field. This is good. This is helping me. This is helping me out this morning. It ain't. It's not about you. It's not about how hard you work. It's not how good you are. You're not that good. I'm not that good. God's that good. It's hard a lot of times for people just to believe that God is just that good that because look what's going on in society and in the world. I hate, I loathe. It makes me cringe when I hear people say, uh, oh, you know, don't worry about it. God's in control. He's not in control. The blessing uh, on a, on the Egyptian's house wouldn't have been there had not Joseph been there. See, Joseph had to be there for the blessing to be in the Egyptian's house. The blessing was with Joseph, not with the Egyptians. The blessing was with Joseph. So for the Egyptians to go, God, you know, God's in control. He'll he'll take care of. Nope, not without Joseph. You guys would not be where you were without Joseph in there. So when I hear I hear people that are just off and they don't have God involved in things. God's in control. He knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. He does know what he's doing, but it takes the blessing on someone involved in that thing for God to get involved in it. God doesn't just swoop in and, and he'll do that for you and me when we get involved in it because the blessings on me. What a great morning. I feel so in char uh, uh, um, um, charged up and, and encouraged this morning. What a great morning we've had. The blessing on me and you. Let me see if there's any other scriptures that I wanted to read that I didn't get to. The Lord will command the blessing. I love that. That's probably my, that's starting to become my, one of my favorite scriptures. Um, hey, let me, hold on, hold on one second. This is pretty cool. 
uh, my sister got this for, had this made for me. It's my actual favorite scripture. This is starting to become my second scripture, but my sister had this made for me. Now, thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ, 2 Corinthians 2 and 14. It's my favorite scripture. Now, thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph. I love this, but this is starting to become one of my favorites, that the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and all which you set your hand to. So God commands the blessing, but the blessing's set. It's there. It's available. But you've got to set your hand to it. You've got to put your hand to something. You don't control the level of... You don't have... You don't, you're not that good. See, without the blessing, you extend your hand. Without the blessing, your hand can only do what you can do, what effort you can put forward. But when the blessing comes on your hand... And the blessing surrounds your hand. Whatever you put your hand to, that becomes that blessing falls on it. it. It goes with you wherever you go. You're blessed wherever you go. You don't need to get quote. I'm just I'm I'm quoting things because people have a weird mindset. You don't get God involved in the scenario when you go or or ask God to help in that scenario. When you show up, God's helping if God's with you. If you're under the blessing, when you're, when you're saved, born again, filled with the spirit, you walk in, the blessing follows you there. You become the answer to that places or that thing or that scenarios problem. Jesus said greater works me and you will do greater than what he did. He walked into people's houses and young children were dead. And brought them back to life. Great. What's greater than that? Well, bring them back to life and now bring their life back to life. Bring the deadness of their life, the things in their life that they've, that, that are depressed or down or discouraged or uh, not going in the right direction. Don't have, that's where we become greater in the works that we do greater things. I mean, there's so many more greater things. Dylan, you're saying, are you saying that you're that people nowadays can do more than what Jesus did? No, I'm not saying that. Jesus said that. Jesus said we will do greater things than what what he did. Why don't we just believe that? Just believe it. Just believe that you can, you do, you will. It's available to you. Why not? Greater greater things, excuse me. <coughs> greater things we will do. Not because I feel like it. That's what Jesus said. Greater things. Greater works. The blessing is on us. Anything I do. Any, anywhere I go. The blessing overtakes that scenario. Well, I'm done this morning. Hope you were blessed. I was. What a great morning we had reading the word together. Hey, I love you so much. Thanks for joining me live this morning. Watch the ending video here. Uh, believe with me. Pray with me. Two things that you can do. You can pray for get up with God that we can do what we're led to do here. Um, believe in God for multiple things. And you can partner with us on a monthly basis or weekly, however you want to do it. And no seed is too little and no seed's too great. 
But anything that you give is part of this ministry and is set aside to help this ministry to reach people and and what we're trying to do and starting our day the right way. And um, thinking about, I've been telling you about this news thing. I'm working on some of these things, praying about it, how I'm going to lay it out. Um, but I want to do how to end your day the right way too. So we get up with God and we go to bed with God, you know, go to sleep with God, you know, however we want to, whatever we title it, but we get up with God in the morning and then we end our day with God as well. So, um, be praying about things with me and be praying for we get up with God. I'm praying for you. I believe for every one of my partners, I believe for increase every one of the people that pray for me and that, that send me uh, prayer requests that ask for something. We pray continually and believe God for you and with you. So, uh, love you so much. Thanks for joining with me. Everybody that's here and, and commented, love you guys. Um, just looking at the comments. Thank you guys for being here. I can't, I can't pronounce your name. Uh, there's, there's people on Twitch watching. Um, I can't pronounce, I don't know what the name is or your username is there. <laughs> I'm not going to read that, but the, he, he commented on the post. That's, that's funny. That's funny. He, he made a joke about America and stuff, but anyway, love y'all be blessed today. Watch the ending video and I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Love you. Have a great day. See you.